Welcome to the Green Zone Podcast, the show that teaches oil and gas executives how to take command of their finances and live in the green. Your host, Jeff Green, from Green Financial Group, will be your financial guide, all while giving you a tour of the most beloved and best-kept secret spots around Houston, Texas. Now, on to the show. Traditions make us smile. Holidays prompt us to give thanks. Jeff Green, Lauren Smith, and some of the folks they work with at Green Financial Group have some thoughts to share on traditions and thanks. Jeff? Love a good holiday tradition, Patrice. I know. This will be a fun podcast. No finance talk, just fun (laughs) holiday traditions. So we've all got traditions out there, right? And we all go through our holidays, and we all... Sometimes we complain about some of the traditions, but sometimes they're really good and we really look forward to them. It's, I mean, it's what makes the holidays the holidays. Yeah, I mean, I love them. So I, we've got the team together, right? So we got Hillary and Claire and Melanie and, of course, us. Well, we'll, we'll go around the room and we're going to talk about some traditions. So I thought, well, I'll go first, okay? I'll just set the stage here. And All right, I'll, I can't I'll wait to see what you got. Well, it's it's a little... This is a little off color. I'm not going to lie, but, but it's kind of funny. I thought it was funny. Not everybody... <laughs> I may think this is funny, but you remember the little elf on the shelf? You remember those? Yeah. Yeah. So elf on the shelf, I think it's still around, right? It's definitely still around. Still around. So, um, you know, when the boys were little, I got three boys who everybody knows or you know, they're much older now. They don't, uh, you know, I think they know Santa's not real at this point. He's uh, not real. <laughs> anyway. So we had this elf on the shelf. And of course their mother would do the most elaborate things. She'd be on, you know, the shelf would be on the counter with like, you know, a flower and they're making cookies when they wake up in the morning. They're like, oh, this is magical. I can't believe the elf is making cookies for us. And it was always so sweet and nice and wholesome and all that. Well, and the boys loved it. It was a great, great thing. Well, one night I got a hold of the elf on the shelf and I decided to come up with something a little different. Oh, gosh. (laughs) So I put the shelf, the elf, on like the seat of the toilet, right? Like he was throwing up. And I put some uh, oatmeal in the toilet. Like he up in the toilet. I said, not everyone's going to like this one. And I told him when the boy woke up and I saw the elf, he was throwing up. And I said, well, me and the elf hung out last night. The elf had a little too much holiday cheer. And this is how the elf ended up in the, in the, in the morning. This podcast is taking a totally <laughs> different direction than I thought it would. Well, needless to say, I wasn't allowed to get a hold of the elf on the shelf anymore. But, you know, there's entire websites out there of people that have done, like, funny things with the elf. You know, borderline inappropriate things. It's... <laughs> Poor elf. Claire, are your kids old enough to be doing the elf on the shelf yet? I, someone just asked me this. I have a four-year-old and a two-year-old and we're choosing electively to not do the elf on the shelf this year because it does, it adds some stress. You're supposed to move the elf every night, every day, every day, you know, I don't want to do that. (laughs) Now with social media also, I feel like it's like a competition to do the most elaborate, you know, elf. You can't just put the elf on the shelf. You got to put the elf no. on the toilet, throwing well, up oatmeal. I, I know, Claire. Now you have a new you have a new well, idea for your elf. Yes. Yeah, so th- that'll be next year, though. I, I refuse to give into the stress of that this year. But just so you know, people have made companies based on this where they'll sell you like a handbook for and all the accessories for what oh your gosh. elf can do every oh, that's day. that's awesome. So that wow. you don't have to think about it. So that's, that's what I'll a million do. dollar idea. <laughs> that is that. a good idea. Really good. Do you know you don't have to know the name of that book, do you? No, I know it's there's some companies that pop but up. But you could go Christmas. Google Elf on the Shelf book buy and come up with that, right? And they Surely. send you the supplies For and the everything. Listeners. How yeah. fun is that? Yeah, it's pretty cool. So fun. 
So what, what, well, since we got Claire going, let's go ahead, Claire. Why don't we uh, hear okay. what tradition? Yes. So I'm, I'm kind of my favorite tradition, you know, we're still developing them for kind of my new family with my husband and my kids and what that looks like. But some of my favorite traditions are with, you know, my parents and my sister and how we grew up. And, you know, there's kind of that weird transition time when, you know, me and my sister were no longer kids, but we were celebrating Christmas with our parents and kind of what, it, you know, what does that look like if we're not going to like talk about Santa? And so we started having what we called adult Christmas. And on Christmas Eve, we would go out to a really fancy dinner and get dressed up and, you know, have wine because we were you know old enough to be doing that. Um, and then we'd have this, you know, long leisurely dinner go home, change into very embarrassing matching Christmas pajamas that my mom had bought us. And then we'd turn on the fire, you know, maybe have another glass of wine and we'd open all of our gifts, you know, from each other and stuff at night. And so we'd have like kind of this really relaxing adult Christmas. Um, but one, one of the best, yeah, I do too. Yeah. But one of the best things that that meant is that Christmas morning was no longer like a wake up early, everyone has to cook and we all have to get together and everyone needs to be in a good mood to open their presents. Right. Like, yeah, you kind of slept in. Yeah. We all slept in. We did have a big breakfast, but we were like drinking coffee and our matching PJs and there was no stress. So adult Christmas is the best. (laughs) I love that. Especially, you know, Christmas morning, I feel like there's different, some people want to get up and open the presents immediately. And then others it's like, let's sleep in a little bit. So it just, it kind of takes all of that off the table and it's just, you know, a relaxing Christmas morning. You kind of go at your own pace. That's great. Yeah. I love that. It's a good one, Claire. Thanks. I like it. So do you think you will do that with your, your kids or do you think you'll start doing Christmas morning? No, one day when, when our kids are old enough, I want to recreate that because I've enjoyed it so much, but right now when they're so little and you know, they're, you know, finally just learning about Santa and understanding what happens, we're just getting into the thick of you know, Christmas morning and waking up at 5.00 AM and who knows what will happen. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um, so Lauren, do you have any traditions? So we're a big foodie family. We love food, love to eat, love to drink. So I kind of, you know, have a tradition with my mom and one with my dad and my mom and I each year love to do baked goods. So Christmas and Thanksgiving, we're always finding new recipes you know, unfortunately I'm gluten-free, so we have to find really creative ways to make good holiday, you know, baked goods, cookies and cakes and whatnot. But my dad and I always try to go for the eggnog. Uh, So we have tried every year a different recipe for eggnog and we've learned a lot over the years. We still have not perfected the recipe. I look forward to the challenge this year. Um, you had had a different one this year. What was the one that you were? Oh no, that that was the recipe I was showing you. That's what my mom and I are going to make. It's a keto eggnog pie. Oh, the eggnog pie. It kind of, it kind of combines, you know, dad's eggnog with mom's baking. So we're going to kind of knock it all up. The best of both worlds. Yes. But with the eggnog, my dad and I have been through some good times together, making our eggnog and some bad times together. There was one year where, you know, when you're making eggnog, some recipes require you to heat the eggs. And obviously we know that heating eggs can result in fried eggs, scrambled eggs, you know, a lot of things that you don't want in actual eggnog. So there was one incident that we talk about still from about five years ago, where we had to strain out all of the scrambled eggs out of the eggnog (laughs) mixture. And and we were both like, you know, we took a big sifter and we're like dumping the eggnog and watching it catch just this entire thing of scrambled eggs, you know, and we're like, neither of us are excited to drink this eggnog. We don't want to try it. And we're, you know. We both hold our nose and, you know, 
kind of. How was it? It wasn't terrible, but it it wasn't good. It was just very chunky eggnog. So what you got a recipe for this year? Not yet. So that's coming up. That on Thanksgiving, I think we'll start to. TBD. Yeah, kind of figure out the recipe and then we'll start trying that on Christmas. Cool. But then, so mom and I are going to try a keto eggnog pie this year. So that has the potential to be terrible and flavorless, or it could be good. So we'll see. Cool. Now, Hillary, I know Hillary has lots of traditions out there. She shared a, a, you know, one or two and they were kind of funny, but uh, I want, so Hillary, what do you got for us? What they Give me a one or two of your traditions. Cause you I know I hear Hillary's the queen of uh, holiday traditions. Got some good ones. Well, in my previous life before children, yes. Um, just like Claire, I've got an 18 month old, so we don't have any traditions with our little family quite yet, but growing up, we always had a similar Christmas Eve, you know, we did dinner church and dinner and stopped by a party, but there was always a late night gathering at my parents' house with whoever our kind of family friends from around the neighborhood had in town. Sometimes it was in-laws, sometimes it was grandparents, new boyfriends, new girlfriends. Everybody kind of met up at our house around 10. And that usually turned into, um, after dinner drinks and maybe some dessert, but always karaoke. So that has changed a little bit now that, um, some of us have children, but this year, apparently it's happening. Um, well, karaoke, the karaoke party is on. Yeah. I can't wait. What are you going to sing? Yeah. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? I, um, it's gotta be dancing queen. Yeah. <laughs> Usually <laughs> I'm chiming in. Greg takes the show and he acts like he's shy around these people. He doesn't know very well, but it's usually my Greg, uh, my hu- husband, Greg, and, um, one of my uncles who teenage dream is his go-to. So we'll just leave it at that. So are, are you going to hum a few bars for us now? No, <laughs> <laughs> she's resting up. She's resting up for the holidays. Yeah, I've gotta say she's, gotta, that. she's gotta rest her vocals. That's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah, we have a fun, we have a fun Christmas Eve. And even though um, you'd think my 33 year old older sister would be okay, you know, waking up later to do gifts on Christmas morning, she still likes breakfast gifts to start around 7am. That's early. Yes. On Christmas morning. Yes. After a big night. Yeah. So that's awesome. Thank you uh, for that, Hillary. Uh, so now we come to Melanie. So Melanie, I know you've got some good, I mean, got a great family, you know, what? so give me, give me a tradition. Okay. We always watch the Thanksgiving day parade at my grandma's house. Um, our favorite, I guess, segment would be the Rockettes. She would always take my sisters and I to see them when they came in town. And so that's kind of our favorite thing to do all together. I love it. Yeah. The the th- so the Macy's Thanksgiving holiday yes. parade. Yeah, we used to watch that one all the time too. I know we did too. I feel like that's a lot of people's tradition yeah. at Thanksgiving. It's just such a fun. I was in New York a couple of years and got to see them holding up the big balloons, and it's it's such a cool parade. Yeah, don't lie to us. You've practiced those kicks before. Oh, the for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're a family of all girls. Right. We love that. Yeah, that's what I figured. Well, that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, so that's, that's the green team, right? The green financial group team, uh, our little holiday traditions, Patrice, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Cause I know Uh-oh. you got, a, I know you got a tradition or two share one with us. Well, I suppose 
Christmas Day, the boys were growing up. Yes, we would watch the parade too. Um, one year we actually went in to see the balloons inflated, which is wonderful. That's a really big experience up on the Upper East Side. And it's just getting up in the morning, you know, having the presents opening and Christmas. Oh, oh, I know. All right, it's coming to mind now. Cinnamon rolls. Must have cinnamon oh, rolls for breakfast. Like we Christmas must. morning? Yes, we must. That Always sounds, I that. love a good cinnamon roll. Yep. Oh, I don't know if they were good, but we had them. Yeah, that's awesome. You don't know if they're good. How could they not be good? Because they came out of a tube. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Open, roll them up, throw them in the oven. Oh, you know, still we good. Well, that's great. Um, so that's the holiday traditions here. I hope all you out there have great holiday traditions, great holidays. I guess this is going to come out sometime in December yeah. after Thanksgiving. So, but hope you know. Happy Thanksgiving. It's it's the, it, we're, we're recording this Monday before Thanksgiving. So uh, it'll, it'll get out there after Thanksgiving. I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. And if anybody has any traditions out there that you want to share with us that, you know, we can, oh, we'd love to we hear can all try to adopt also. We, Let can us know. Yeah, we can incorporate. No big deal. We, just, you know, it's okay to borrow traditions, it right? Is. Yeah, it is. I think so. well, tell I'm them gonna, where I mean, to send them. Tell them where to send them, how they can contact you. Well, so they call us 713 713- uh, two, four, four, 30, 30. almost forgot our phone number there for a minute. Uh, two, four, four, 30, 30, reach us online, green financial grp.com. All right. Jeff green, Lauren Smith, of course, your friends, Claire, Hillary, Melanie, all of green financial group for all you listening, follow the podcast. You don't want to miss any show. I mean, just listen to how much fun this one was and let your friends and family know you care by sharing. Thank you for listening to the Green Zone podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Green Financial Group. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. Green Financial Group is not a registered broker or dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. Jeff Green is the founder of Green Financial Group and is a registered principal of RJFS. The Green Financial Group is located at 6363 Woodway Drive, Suite 625, Houston, Texas, 77057 and can be reached at 713-244-3030. Raymond James is not affiliated with and does not endorse the opinions or services of his guests.